You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out easyagentpro.com slash podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the In The Lead Show. You'll notice this isn't our normal uh, Monday episode with Tyler and Sean. We're sitting down this week. I'm gonna start doing a second episode every single week where we're sort of doing Ask Ty um, some questions. We get a lot of questions actually um, from our clients, from the blog on comments, from Twitter. And uh, instead of just sort of putting those responses, you know, in an email or to the person asking it, we're going to start rolling out these episodes um, and start giving you a second podcast or a video cast every single week um, to help you do better in real estate life or whatever you're trying to do by, I hope you're not trying to like increase your life skills by listening to us because frankly, I don't know how, how effective we'd be at helping you do that, but um, we can definitely help you increase what you're doing in real estate. So I've got Kelvin on the line with me. We're going to do this uh, second blog. Um, podcast every week together around Wednesday, Thursday. You can expect it in your feed there. So um, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Where else can you find podcasts these days, Calvin? Google? They have, they have a new one, right? Google yeah, Play? yes, they do. Yeah. So subscribe on Google and, um, and I think YouTube. We're throwing these up there too. So uh, Kelvin, uh, tell me something. What do we have people asking about this week? Awesome. So like Tyler said, I was collecting some some questions that I kind of saw across the board from social media, uh, Lead Sites Office Hours, the yeah. blog. All, everywhere. And one of the questions that I thought would actually help a lot of people came from my friend Justin out in Minnesota. Um, he was in the office hours most recently and he was asking for basically some more ideas on how to best implement using uh, Google AdWords with okay. his Meet Sites blog and or his Instafarm pages. It's a little bit of a daunting tool but wanted mm-hmm. to know your opinion on that. Yeah, that's cool. We've been Actually, we've been doing a lot with... Um with Google AdWords lately here at Easy Agent Pro, uh, I haven't written about it in a while. I don't think on the blog, so maybe it's time to to head back to that side of the internet marketing fence and dive into that. Um, so, where's he located, Kelvin? Uh, what's what? I didn't catch that. Sorry. Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, cool. So it. It really depends your strategy on Google, depending on where you are. If you're in a high, high priced something like. Dallas, uh, Austin, California, Florida, those are going to be higher priced markets. Midwest, I'd assume, is going to be lower priced uh, per click on Google AdWords. So that's that's a good thing. So that can help shape this question. So here's what I would do on your... Does he have a lead site? Is this um, a yes. lead site client? Okay, cool. Yes, lead sites. So what I would do first and foremost is go to Google AdWords. Um, there's this button called Shared libraries and then something called audiences. I'd set up your audience and make sure that you have your pixel in the pixel section of your lead site so that you can start remarketing and retargeting these people. Um, I do that number one before spending a dime on any clicks because just the stats show you need to get people back to the site six, seven, eight times before they become clients. Um, here at Easy Agent Pro, we, we track that number and sometimes it's as high as like 20 times um, on, on like a weekly average. Sometimes like the the like 15, 20 people we get signed up um, and that we like the, the average time they, they came back to the site before becoming a client was just like 20, 30 times. They've been watching us for years, right? So 
people like to talk about their email list when in like how effective it is once you have them on email to like get them back to the site by sending them emails. I'd argue that the list you also want to build in, in addition to your email list is your remarketing list. You want those people cookied left and right. So set that up and then what you're gonna do is this is going to sound intimidating at first, but it's really easy if you approach it like this. What you're going to do is you're going to set aside one day out of the week where you spend 30 minutes to an hour setting up a super small niche campaign. So most people sit there and they're like, oh, I'm going to bid on um, Minnesota homes for sale, Minneapolis homes for sale, St. Paul homes for sale. Um, but what they don't think about is setting up a campaign just for the remarketing list. And then the next week, setting up a campaign just for this small subdivision. Or uh, one of the posts we did back was Zillow, Minneapolis, St. Paul, right? Set up for 30 minutes, um, go into Google AdWords and set up um, a bid for bidding on the keyword Zillow, Minneapolis, St. Paul, truly up Minneapolis, St. Paul, or whatever the cities are up there. Um, and what you're gonna do is those, those clicks are gonna be half the price of the Minnesota home for sale clicks. Um, but then what you have to do is you have to set up like 20 of these micro campaigns. And what you're gonna find is that these micro campaigns like the Zillow ones or the Invergrove Heights, I have family that live there and it's this small suburb of Minneapolis, St. Paul. If you set up Invergrove Heights um, school reviews ads or homes for sale ads and get them back to your website, those are going to convert much higher, but the volume isn't there. So you s I would set up literally 20 of those ads, do one or two a week every Monday from 9 a.m. to 9.30, and then um, I'd set up those remarketing ads too so that you're constantly just getting fresh blood back to the site and getting old blood back to the site too. Really effective strategy. Um, and then after you have those those main keywords covered, then start going into um, the niche, like semi-adjacent markets, right? So everyone thinks of the homes for sale keywords. What no one thinks of is bidding on the, which neighborhood is best in Minnesota, which school district is best in Minnesota, school district reviews, um, where's the best grocery stores, where's the best, um, all, those, all those side keywords, are where you can really arbitrage the market and get three to four percent, you know, or times less cost per click um, than going after the big ones. At Easy Edge and Pro, we bid all the time on keywords like real estate logos, real estate flyers, because those are really cheap keywords that we then can flush through the system. Um, and so that's what I'd recommend with Google <coughs> AdWords. Uh, but focus on that remarketing, build that remarketing list. That should be like your number one goal is to get that list to like 50,000 people on your remarketing list, which isn't that hard if you use some of those other strategies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and kind of on the, on the tails of that subject matter, one of the other questions that um, actually Seth asked in Lead Sites Office Hours um, was which was, the, which was the best form of advertising to utilize for real estate agents mm. um, when comparing Facebook ads to Google ads? And I know we've, we've used both pretty heavily. And so Lead Site users specifically want to know when using their blog posts or their Instafarm pages or even their seller magnet as a landing page. Yeah. Yeah. which is the best outlet for advertising. Yeah, it's really confusing. You know, like 
it's a really complicated advertising ecosystem, which we should all be thankful for, frankly. Um, like if you go back 10 years, 15 years, like your, your routes for getting to the market were pathetic compared to they are. You can advertise on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Google in like 30 minutes. Like if you have a lead, so you can throw an ad up there and, and send it there. Um, but let's say, um, what is the most effective? I would I would say that I'm, we're getting the best results on a cost per lead basis from Facebook right now. Now, now the the thing I would say after that is that you should really focus on building a complex ecosystem. So people should be able to find you from Google on SEO. They should be able to find you from Google ads, from Facebook ads, but setting that up all takes time. And so back to the the first answer, I would set up that that Facebook ad um, and then I'd set up a Facebook retargeting ad. And then the next week I would boost a post on Facebook. But in terms of which one's the most effective right now, I mean, I would just get, get your lead site, have one of those nice, um, attractive social titles and then boost that post and get them back to your site. And that's, that's going to be pretty good. And then make sure you have your pixel set up on your, on your lead site so that you can start pixeling them on uh, Facebook and Google. And then, um, that opens up like three more ads you can set up. You can set up Google remarketing, Facebook remarketing and, um, start getting those people back. And then once you're doing that, then you can do some of the Google things. So it's just a matter of like, which is the next step. So if he's not doing any, I would start with the Facebook boosting of posts and then I would move to Facebook seller leads. And then I would move to, and just get, commit super small budgets to these, even if it's like, um, just like 50 bucks a month, just commit super small budgets to these super small micro campaigns and create a complex ecosystem rather than relying on the, the pillar. The analogy I like to use is, um, is the, the temple, uh, what's that temple called in Greece? I can't think of, it's terrible right now. Um, the Parthenon, you know, the one that's yes. been standing for forever. Uh, like you want to build the Parthenon it's still standing like thousands of years later, 3000 years later, something like that. Right. Um, <laughs> and like, you don't want to build a diving board. So the diving board method means you set up one Facebook ad. And if this doesn't work, you stop internet marketing forever. Right. That's how most agents approach this. But what you want to do is you want to say, okay, here's one pillar. Now the next, now the next. And then like, like you can look up how many pillars the Parthenon has, but it's probably somewhere around 50 to 60. Once you have those 60 pillars, people just hear about you 12 times in a week instead of with the one pillar hearing about you 12 times over the course of the next six months and you start getting the results faster and faster and faster. So that's what I would say to that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I really love the, the pillar reference and the whole uh, relationship to building a quality foundation. And, um, actually, and again, in transition to, from there, um, Eric Ross, uh, out in California, he was just kind of talking to me about a blog post that he's been working on. And the content Mm -hmm. is basically the foundation for all of those other outlets. But, um, he put the time in and really, really worked hard on crafting this 5,000 word blog post. And so wow. him and I kind of sat down and went over it and he's going to have, you know, very good success with Google with content that lengthy and he's packed it with video and images and he's working on implementing those keywords. But his biggest question was kind of how do I go about maybe improving this even further? Are there any types of suggestions that you can offer up in terms of even building the efficiency of this blog, um, on my lead site even more? Yeah, that's fantastic. So um, and that's what, what was the focus or keyword or topic of that? Uh, um, I think it was 
it was his area and real estate, I believe. So it was okay. So like moving to California. Yes, something. Let me double check. I think I can actually pull up his blog real okay. quick. Cool. Yeah. So so what I would do, uh, and you should you should all jot this down quick. Uh, just grab a piece of paper. You should create uh, these pillars or cornerstone aspects of your website. Uh, and there, the pieces. So you can always pump out new content. You know, like the ten most expensive homes in um, Kansas City or whatever. But what this really gets to is this is a cornerstone that's going to rank for probably ten different keywords, just because how long it is. It's going to rank for ten different keywords on the first page, maybe even first slot of Google once he publishes it, and maybe get some links to it or something. Um, so what I would do is I would update that quarterly. Um, and what that's going to show Google is that this is this is like a cornerstone article on my website that gets updated every quarter, every month, whatever it is. Um, and just that simple process of iteration uh, just increases the, the, the rankings that you have on your page and there um, time and time again. The other thing I would do is we just had someone email me about this. Um, let me see. They, they reached out. Uh, they read one of our earlier posts on backlinking. I think it was, let me look here. I pulled up my email. Um, it was Tracy. So Tracy read one of our backlinking strategies. Uh, she reached out to this, this source called Harrow, help a reporter out. And she got a backlink from like a major website. So what I would recommend him to do is hop on Harrow, read our backlink strategy and focus on, okay, I've got 5,000 words. Let's see if I can't get five backlinks directly to this post. Um, over the next three, two, one month, you know, seems ambitious of a guy. Maybe he can get that done in one month, especially if you have connections locally, like plumbers, electricians with websites. Um, getting those people's to link back to that is going to dramatically boost the results you have. And then next, I would just like boost it on Facebook too, because that's a great way to uh, get traffic. Absolutely. And I finally, I pulled his blog post up and his focus was moving to Simi Valley, which is somewhere nice. in California. And so move to Simi Valley was his actual keyword. So awesome. really excited to see what he does with this blog. Yeah. So I think um, this uh, was a helpful show. I hope everyone sort of learned something from this. We'll, we'll keep the questions really actionable and specific. Um, so hopefully that even if we're repeating like the same advice we give, then it, it'll maybe click or help you figure out how to do something faster or better. Um, just wanted to promote quick. If you want to have your question features on the show, you can shoot an email to Kelvin. Um, it's Kelvin at easyagentpro.com. And then if you also want, uh, there's easyagentpro.com slash ask. Uh, just put your question in there, a simple two-step form process, and, and your question will probably get on the show um, sometime in the next couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, thanks, Kelvin. Any other questions or tips you have before we, we hop off here? No, that's about it. Yeah, it's just about everything, man. Cool. Well, um, yeah, subscribe on iTunes. Go look us up. We're the In The Lead Show. Um, subscribe on YouTube, Stitcher, wherever else you get podcasts. Uh, or shoot us an email if you have questions you want answered. So thanks for watching. Thanks Bye, for guys. listening to In The Lead. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content like this, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com.